0: The man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden Service starts now. Amen. 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 Welcome to the Wednesday night Bible study. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Amen. 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 I hope that everybody is doing well. As always, I try and get on here about a minute or two early to give some people some time to get on. Amen. And then we're going to go ahead right into it. Amen. Amen. I pray that everybody had a good day today. As we get ready to, uh, let's have a good Bible study here. Amen. Amen. Hello, 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 Sister Patterson. Amen. The QOB, the Queen of of Orangeburg. Amen. God bless your sister. Amen. Bless the Patterson family. Amen. My main man on here, Brother Billy. What's going on, brother? How you doing, sir? Uh, you in the barbershop? All right. All right. Thank you for tuning in, man. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you, man. Amen. 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 As we go ahead and get ready to open up in prayer. Amen. I'll be coming out of the book of Psalms in the first chapter. Amen. As you know, it's always a method to my madness. Amen. Talking about the word of God. Amen. But Let us go into a word of prayer as everybody gets a chance to get on. We're going to go ahead and open up. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for this Bible study. Father God, have your way and your will be done. Lord, use me, anoint me. Father God, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that your presence is in this place, Heavenly Father. Bless all those that are watching right now, Heavenly Father, Lord. Bless all those that will watch later on as they tune in, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, because without you, it wouldn't be so, God. Without you, where would we be right now, God? In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, have your way and your will be done. In Jesus' holy name, in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. God bless, God bless, God bless. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in, amen. I am Elder Dakota Radden, amen, from Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, amen. And welcome to our Bible study, amen. Under the leadership of the mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson, amen. And our overseer, the triple B, and he's on watching right now, the big bad bishop, Bishop John Willie Robinson, Jr., amen, the pastor of Faith Deliverance uh, Outreach Ministries in Newberry, South Carolina, and he is our overseer as well, amen also greetings to our pre-lay Bishop Andre Sexton and Evangelist Audrey Sexton out there in Sierra Vista, Arizona. Amen. God bless them. Amen. Thank you. Amen for tuning in. Amen. Amen. So glad to see you all. Thank you, Sister Erica. Thank you. God bless you, Minister uh, Coleman, all of you all for tuning in. Amen. Deaconess Erica. Amen. I, I know Amen. her husband's birthday. Amen. was um on yesterday. I pray that they had a good time. Amen. Hallelujah. My favorite minister. Amen. We'll be coming out of the book of Psalm on today. Psalm 1, the very first chapter of uh, Psalm. Amen. And I love the very first chapter of Psalm It comes right out the gate, basically talking about the company that you keep. As godly men and women, we must be careful of our surroundings and who we are around. Because a lot of times, if you're around the wrong people, a lot of the time, that can cause you to fall back into the very mess that God delivered you from. And the very first verse, it says that blessed is the man whom walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, Right there, that's telling you right there about being careful of the company that you keep, amen. God delivered you for a reason, amen. And some things you just gonna have to let go, hallelujah, God. It's okay to remain friends, it's okay to remain sociable, amen. But I can't do those things that I used to do. I run into some old partners all the time, amen, and we used to tear Columbia up, amen, with a lot of stuff, amen. Ripping and running the streets of downtown Columbia, all kind of sketchy areas that we had no business being in and all kind of other things. Um, amen. I can't do those things no more. That don't look good. Amen. So um, they know I've separated myself from that, but I still love those dudes. Amen. They know. And a lot of them tune in to hear me on Bible study on Wednesday. A lot of them doing. I always give them a shout out when I see their name. If I see their name pop up, I shout them out just to let them know I still love them. I'm thinking about it. I've never turned my back on them. Amen. And never will turn my back on them because I know they got my back. If they need me, if if I need them for anything, they'll come help out. I'm trying to get them. And some of them may have come. Some of them have heard me in church, have come to see me. Amen. But a lot of them do tune in. But what I'm saying is continue to pray for your friends that's still out there in the street, that's still drinking, that's still drugging, that's still running women or men. If you're on the other side, amen, if you're a female and whatnot, if, if you got one of your female girlfriends or you one of your girlfriends that's still out there. I'm just basically saying from a male point of view, amen, the things that I used to do and all of that type of stuff. But it says blessed are you that do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly amen Notice it says counsel amen that's also taking advice amen there's my beautiful black queen that's on right down uh my wife amen tuning in amen thank you for tuning in baby um um you got to be careful with that about the company that you keep. You just have to. That's why it says, "No, sit in a seat for the scornful. Amen. But see, it's going to tell you what the delight is. See, because see, we as men and women of God, we have to delight ourselves in what it's about to talk about. You can separate yourself. You can still sociable. But all that hanging and doing things that you need to stop that. That's why it's so important when you just give your life to Christ, when you're a babe in Christ, because now you got some decisions you need to make. You know, you feel like you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't want to act like you're too good. Sometimes you're going to get that, depending on. I've never gotten that. And I thank goodness for my friends never put me in a spot like that that thought that I was too good or whatever the case may be. They just let me move on. A lot of them, a lot of them that grew up with me, they knew my mother was a pastor. And whatnot. And to be honest with you, it really didn't surprise them the route that I went and whatnot. They, they, they just, I was the one that went to church on Sundays. They was back here in the hood doing things and whatnot. And it really don't surprise them that many, many years later that I myself given my life to Christ and I'm a man of God. Cause like the word says, bring up a child the way that they should go. And when they get old, they will not depart from it. And that's exactly what happened to me. Amen. And I'm not ashamed of it. And I thank God for it. I wouldn't change nothing. I don't miss the streets. I don't miss getting drunk. I don't miss hangovers and all of that. You can have all of that foolishness. I love what I am. I love having a clear mind and a clear head and thinking normal and not being under the influence of alcohol. What a, 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 there was a part where Minister Coleman uh, uh, t, uh minister Coleman she was talking about that Thursday about being under the influence of certain things we need to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit if you go be under the influence of anything be under the influence of Jesus let the Holy Ghost guide you amen not alcohol not drugs not people because you can be under the wrong influence and that can get you in trouble that's why it says that you don't stand in the path of sinners you don't sit in the seat of the scornful but it says but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. Now out of the, uh, Hey there, uh, sister Toronto, I was just giving you a shout out about the awesome Bible study that you did on Thursday. Amen. God bless your sister. Amen. In the, uh, in the amplified version, I'm going to read verse two. And what it says in the amplified version, y'all see these spectacles I'm getting older now. I'll be 50 in a month. You know how that is. Your your eyesight get a little dim, uh, but it says in, in the amplified version, but his delight, and desire are in the law of the Lord and in his law. You see, you got it in parentheses, what it's talking about the law. And it says that the precepts, the instructions, the teachings of God, he habitually meditates, ponders and studies by day and night. You know, they were, you see, you see this, but this is my amplifier version. Y'all see, y'all see how raggedy, how raggedy it is, but I done had it for some years and whatnot. And it's all tore up and whatnot because, you know, um, There was a time, especially when I first got saved, when I really, really got my feet on the ground getting saved, all I did was keep my head buried in the Bible. That's all I did. I used to come to work with a book bag with all kinds of Bibles in my book bag with different versions from King James to NIV to Amplified to all kind of new revised version. All I had all kind of new English standard. I had all kinds of Bibles breaking things down. I was tearing up book bags and all of that type of stuff. Coming to work every day with a book bag with about six or seven Bibles, in there. That was like back in 2004 and 2005. I used to do all of that type of stuff. Every chance I got, every break I got, I was reading, reading, reading and studying and soaking up all the knowledge I can soak up. I was so hungry, so thirsty because I wanted to learn. I was just installed as a deacon in my church. Hallelujah, God. And I wanted to get more and more and more in me and whatnot. And I just thank God that I was just because it was all brand new. And I'm just soaking it up and loving every minute of it. Every minute of it. And I say that every Christian should be like that. Be hungry and thirsty for the word of God. That's why the word says, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness because you shall be filled. Hallelujah, God. Read the word of God. There goes my beautiful cousin in Washington, D.C. Hey, Mother Gwen. Hey there. God bless you, Mother Gwen. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. I was so hungry. Amen. Ah, boy, y'all just have no idea how I was just reading, just standing in this word, man, and whatnot. Oh, man, it was just... Mm. Every day, seven days a week, on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, even after church. I came home after church. I ended up being the adult Sunday school teacher. And as soon as I came home, I was back in the Sunday school. But in the evening, I remember mean, my wife, she my wife just looked at me one day and just smiled and just shook her head. Say, my goodness, boy, that's my man. Look at my man reading his word. He just got out of church and back in there because I was already studying for the next week. Oh! I am, my god, my god. And you got to be that way. You got to stay hungry for the word of God. That's how my bishop said how he was the same when he was a young man in the word of God back in the early 80s, man. It was to the point where his pastor said, well, the pastor's wife said he was boring. He was so boring. And God told her, look, do you want him to go back the way he was? Say, I be listening to my pastor when she be telling them stories. Amen. She say, she she tells that to us quite often. She said she was wondering. She said her husband was boring. He wasn't doing nothing no more. All he doing is reading the word. And God spoke to her and said, do you want him back out? like how he used to be? And she said, you know what? No, Mm-mm. no, just, just let him do what he do. Amen. And I'm quite sure my wife is the same way. Amen. Cause she know how I used to be. Hallelujah. There go another classmate of Hickory Ridge, buddy, Henry Simmons. God God bless you, Henry. Thank you for tuning in, man. And what not? Another Hickory Ridge man right there. Amen. Amen. But you got to tune in the word of God. I done tore up Bibles and all of that type of stuff and whatnot. And it's a funny story because the Bible I got now, my pastor just, oh man, pastor say that Bible I had was ragged up in church and whatnot. I, I come in there every Sunday with that Bible, pages all torn out of it and all of that type of stuff. Not on purpose. Sometimes things just happen. Sometimes when you read and read and read your tab stuff, you got to have a delight in that stuff. Like I said, there's a method in my madness about it. I love the word of God. I love hearing people preach. I I love hearing people teach the word of God, male or female. Uh Uh-oh. And there it is right there. There it is right there. The Southern Baptist Convention, them people, my goodness, the Southern Baptist Convention, then they'll go shut down churches that have female pastors in it. it. It was all on the news a couple of weeks ago. I said, man, I can't wait to talk about this. I was talking to my pastor and bishop about this, about the Southern Baptist Convention or whatever they call them. I mean Come on now. Uh, I love the word of God, no matter whose mouth it comes out of, as long as it's the truth. It can be the female. What did I just tell you? I said, Green, I say under the leadership of the mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson. I have a female pastor that I serve under. My mother was a pastor also. I love the word of God. It don't matter your gender. As long as it's the word of God, I love hearing it. I'm not on that kick about now. woman don't need to be preaching. Out of all the foolishness and mess that's going on, that's what you concerned about? That's what you worried about that right there? Man, get out of here with that. So I guess God is all upset that we got female pastors, huh? Uh-huh. And I, I suppose he's telling them to stop, but they're not listening to God. They can hear everything else but that, I suppose. Man, get out of here with that garbage. I done have so many uh debates with guys about stuff like that and all of that type of look. If it's the word of God, I'm all for it. And that's how anybody should be. If it's the truth are people getting saved, is she leading people to Christ? It's all about God. It's not about who's preaching. It's all about God. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. It's all about God and getting people to Christ. This world is coming to an end real soon. People are dying every day who don't know Jesus. Every day, people are dying that don't know Jesus. The book of Isaiah tells me that hell is enlarging. Hell is getting bigger. That's the word. That's in the book of Isaiah. And that was written over a thousand years ago. And they're saying hell is getting bigger. And here we are in 2023. And you talking about you mad. And you don't respect that a woman is preaching the gospel. Man, please. Please. Well, where all the men that are supposed to be out here then? What are they doing and whatnot? Ain't nobody got time for that mess, man. Preach on, ladies. Preach on. Let God use you. Amen. Let the chips fall where they may. Let God use you because like I said, if every woman is supposed to be silent, like it says in the Bible, then I guess every church is out of order then, if that's the case, because that means men supposed to be running everything, the preaching, the teaching, the ushering. I suppose they supposed to be watching the children too. So I suppose all the women just supposed to sit in church and just sit there and just learn from all the men, I suppose. Amen. Yeah, picture that. Picture that. Picture a church where women don't do absolutely nothing. No singing, no church announcements, no nothing. Just all the men do everything. Yeah. Picture that. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. And that means every church is out of order then. All right. Yeah. So take your chances and don't go because all the church is out of order, but judgment day is coming. Judgment day is coming. And when you stand before God on judgment day, when he says, depart from me, you son of iniquity. Nah, it's too late now. You can't get on your knees and repent now and whatnot. I should have listened. I should have nah too late now. See, You had a woman of God preaching and teaching, but you ain't want to hear that. There was a woman that was preaching for 30 years and they shut her church down. 30 years. So I guess it takes God to remove 30 years to remove foolishness, I guess. So you decide I'm going to do God's work and remove this woman from preaching the gospel. It took God 30 years, I suppose, for that to happen. Yeah, because it takes God that long, right? It don't take God to snap of a finger to do nothing, I suppose. So it took you to do that. A woman was preaching for 30 years, a pastor, and they shut her church down all because of her gender, because she's a woman. Man, get out of here with that. I know there's a lot of cats that don't believe in that, and that's fine. You don't have to believe in it, but I am who I am. I'm where I am because of a woman pastor. Amen. I grew up in the house of a woman preacher. Amen. Hallelujah. Because my dad wasn't it. My woman was the godly figure in this household. The same house that I'm living in now. The house that I grew up in. There was a godly presence in this house because of my mother, and she was a pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your name. So I grew up with it, and I'm serving under one now. So now what? Hallelujah. God bless your holy name, and I will forever serve until God tell me to move or whatever the case may be. Amen. Hallelujah. God, I love my pastor, and. I love serving up under her. Amen. And may God continue to bless her and may she preach and teach for many, many years to come as long as God will allow her to do her thing. And may God continue to use her. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. I love my pastor. Amen. And I pray for my pastor daily. Amen. Hallelujah, God, because I love the word of God. Amen. And that's where we should be loving the word of God, loving to hear it, watching it on TV while listening to it on the radio. We got radio stations where you got people preaching. We got all of that stuff. You should love that gospel music, preaching. Teaching, you, sh- you can't, you shouldn't be able to get enough of it. You should always surround yourself with it. Instead of like what it says, not standing in the path of sinners, nor seating in the seat of the scornful, you have Christian men and women of God out here. You should be cleaving to them, learning, feeding off of one another, teaching one another, praying with one another. Hallelujah, God. Lifting one another up. Amen. Pray for your Christian brothers and sisters out here. Pray for those that are unsaved out here. Hallelujah, God. Cause we need as many men and women back in the, in church churches, we can. Those that have backslidden and those that have fell backwards, pray for the backsliders that they come back to their first love. Hallelujah. Because the enemy is always trying to get his hooks into somebody. And like I said, part of getting his hooks in you is hanging with the wrong crowd, doing things. Remember, like I was saying, bearing your word, your face in the word of God, soaking up all that knowledge. Because if you get to a point where you stop doing all of that, The enemy sees that. That's why you have to have on the armor of God. That's why it says put on the whole armor of God, not some of it, not half of it, but all of it, the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace. Hallelujah. God, the sword, which is the word of God, your shield of faith. Hallelujah. God, no soldier goes in the battle unprepared. You can't go in the battle without a helmet. You're not supposed to. In this day and age, you got to have a gun if you're going in the battle. Hallelujah, God. You got on a flat jacket to protect you and all of that type of stuff. You got to have on your armor. You don't go in the war with tennis shoes. You ever seen somebody fight in a war with Jordans on? No, they got on boots, homeboy. They got on boots. They prepared for battle. They trained for that. They ready for that. And that's how we have to be spiritually because it's a spiritual battle. Every day, the enemy is doing all that he can to get you to turn back to the person you were. Getting you back to cussing folks out, getting you back to stealing and taking things that don't belong to you, getting you back to lying and all of that type of stuff. Hallelujah, God. That's why the word says, let the words of my mouth, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. My God, that's why the things that we say, the things that we do is so important. And you do that by staying in the word of God. There goes my pretty niece out there from Georgia. Hey, Chassie, how you doing? God bless you, my niece. Amen. Coming in from Valdosta, Georgia, watching her uncle on here. Hallelujah. God, that needs to shave and do something with this beard. Amen. Hallelujah. God, you got to delight yourself in the word of God. You got to delight yourself in the being around other Christians and people. Hallelujah. God it's not going to happen in one day. It takes time. You got to take it one day at a time. Y'all know one day at a time. Sweet Jesus. Y'all old schoolers, y'all old heads, y'all remember that. We don't sing them no more and whatnot, but y'all know them songs one day at a time. That's what you got to do. You got to take it one day at a time in this thing. It's not going to happen in one day. You're not going to read the Bible in one day. It takes years to do that. It takes years. It takes years. You got to study one chapter at a time. Like the word says, line by line, precept by precept. You got to take time. Um, Look like my thing is freezing up a little bit. So if we cut out, just bear with me and whatnot. Hey, you got to doggone take your time with this thing. Get in a church where somebody is teaching you the gospel, the raw, unadulterated gospel. Somebody that don't hold back. Somebody who preaches hell is hot and what's right is right. Hallelujah, God. I don't mind stepping on ankles. I don't mind stepping on toes. I don't mind breaking ankles. Amen. Because I don't mind telling the truth. Like pastor, to tell you quick, R-A-W, that's I am raw. Hell is hot. Hell is real. It's a place. Amen. We got to stop all of this foolishness. But like the word God says, you know, look what it says. That, therefore, in verse five, therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. That's just all it is to it. We have gotten way too comfortable with sin. I I, I think I'm going to say that again. Willie Lewis, my man, classmate. long We go a long way back. Willie Lewis, my man, him and Mike, his brother, who I married. That was my first married couple, his brother that I married. We have gotten entirely too comfortable with sin. Too comfortable. We've gotten too comfortable with just watching it, letting it go by. The word of God tells us to love the good and hate the evil. We got to the point now where just, eh, you know, and we, we can't never get like that. We can't never get like that. You know, I'm not here to pick on homosexuals or anybody else. When I, Talk about homosexuality. I'm just as hard on men and men and women and women as I am a man and woman that's living together who ain't married. Still fornication. Yes, I'm glad that you like the opposite sex, but it's all about that holy matrimony and getting married and that man getting, uh, asking you to take his last name if he love you enough. All this is shacking up for two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen, twenty 10, 15, 20 years and all of that type of foolishness. You're already doing what married folks do anyway. Just go ahead and make it legal in God's eyes. Just go ahead and do it the right way. You already been married all this time. Me and my wife were just together a year. And we're not, and I was back from 1998 to 1999. I asked that woman to marry me and we'd have been together for 23 years now. And that's just it. In August of this year, it would be 24 if we live to see it. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Ain't we got time for that foolishness going year after year after year after year? No. Uh-uh you know, so I'm just as hard on that as I am that. No, I don't, I'm not down with homosexuality. Don't invite me to no gay weddings because I ain't going. Don't ask me to perform no gay weddings because I'm not going to perform it because that means I'm part of that mess. No, I'm not doing it. Anyway, man, but what I will perform is a wedding that of, a, of a man and a woman. Amen. After we have some counseling and I talk to them a little while, tell them about the ways of God, the duties of the husband, the duties of the wife and the children and certain other things and whatnot that goes along with that. And then we can go ahead and do something and do this thing under the sight of God and under holy matrimony. We can, do it that way hallelujah but same sex no that ain't me but you know but like I said that's between you and God now and what now that is I'm just saying I'm just not part of it. That's all. I don't hate you. I don't turn my nose up at you. I don't turn away from you. I pray for you. That's exactly what I do. Hallelujah. I'm not perfect. The only perfect one is Jesus Christ. That's the only one that don't make no mistakes is Jesus. That's it. Period. I make mistakes every day. Jesus don't make none. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. So I'm not by no ways perfect. Amen. I need Jesus. I need prayer just like everybody else do. Amen. Bless your holy name. I would not be here today if there was not prayer. Hallelujah. Somebody praying for me in the back in the day, somebody praying for me today. I need it. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. My God. God is great. God is good. Amen. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Watch the company you keep. That's so important. Watch the company that you keep. Amen. Hallelujah. If you at work, if you're the only Christian at work, then amen. And ask God to keep you covered. Amen. And hopefully, your actions can draw somebody to Christ. Hopefully, your actions, they'll respect you for who you are. And they might watch their language. They might tone it down a little bit. Instead of being just wide, completely open and whatnot, they'll respect you for who you are and who you serve. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Believe me, I know. Amen. Now, yeah, there are some others. Some people just go let the F-bomb drop in f bombs left and right and whatnot. Some people just go do that. That's just who they are. And some ones going to respect you. They're not going say anything about you. They'll use substitute words or they'll abbreviate. They'll say things because they know that you don't want to hear it. Amen. And whatnot. And I, and I respect that and I thank them for that. But I don't hate the people that still don't watch their language around me. I still pray for them and whatnot. We still talk. The colleagues, what i to do, turn my back on them. And then they're say, well, what kind of Christian am I? and whatnot. So you don't turn your back on anybody because you never know who might need some advice, who might need some prayer or anything like that. Amen. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Bishop. Amen. That's right. We got to stay on the battlefield for the Lord of Jesus Christ. Amen. The enemy is coming after you every day. As we say, with both barrels, with shotguns, with darts. He's shooting them fiery darts at you. And you got to have on the whole armor of God every day. He's trying to bust up your marriage. He's trying to destroy relationships. He's trying to destroy your character. Amen. All of that. So people can doubt you and laugh at you and all of this. And I thought you was this. And hallelujah, God, because you made one mistake. If a Christian falls for whatever reason, you pray for that brother, that sister. That's what you do. You don't talk about him or her like everybody else. You pray for that brother, sister. If you see a brother, sister that's out of line, you pull them to the side and you let them know and you talk to them about it. Let God lead you to do that type of stuff. I didn't had to do it a few times. If somebody's out of order and they call themselves a man of God, I got to pull them to the side. I don't work around many women because most of the way I work with is a lot of guys there and whatnot. But ladies, if you got another lady that's out of order, pull it to the side and let her know that's ungodly. That's not whatever it is. It's not Christ-like, and whatnot. You got to let them know. Amen. Hallelujah. And don't be ashamed and don't be afraid. Let God lead you. Amen. Amen. God bless each and every last one. If you're tuning in, I had to say that today. That's why I said there's a a method to this about loving the word of God. Amen. And who's preaching it. Amen. Like I said, I love preaching. I love teaching whether it's female or male or a child for that matter, as long as it's the word of God. Hallelujah. God, the pure word. I ain't saying that, you know, they got homosexual preachers and all that way we all know that don't mix that that don't add up and whatnot so i ain't talking about that type i'm talking about somebody who's at least that you know of that's right and when nobody who's having an extramarital affair i'm talking about for the most part somebody you know a man or a woman of a god i love to hear the word amen and i pray that you love to hear the word also amen and get all the teaching that you can possibly stand amen what was going to help you and pray a prayer life where we taught that restoration and faith deliverance is to pray and to have faith, believe in what you're praying for. Amen. That God will move on your behalf. Hallelujah, God. Cause it just says that, um, um, what it says, and whosoever does that shall prosper and whatnot. So the God tells you that the word tells you that if you are, or if you love righteousness, if you love the word of God, whatever you do, it will prosper. Hallelujah, God. But at the same time, remember, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. They will form, but that don't mean they will succeed because weapons will come against you, but that don't mean it will prosper because you are a man of the most high God. You are a woman of the most high god and you got to believe that with all your heart and tell that devil that he is a liar hallelujah god and you are a child of the king amen 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 this was like a mike tyson fight amen it was short and hard and oh and we gave the devil a knockout blow straight to the dome straight to the head and knocked his butt slam out today amen god bless each and every last one of you for tuning in amen hallelujah god we we'll gonna go ahead in a word of prayer before I end in a word of prayer. Remember that we're from. If you would love to us, we're trying to do things with our building fund and different things of that nature. If you um have it to send, Amen. To dollar sign, R-C-O-M, that's Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, dollar sign, R-C-O-M, 1999, amen, dollar sign, R-C-O-M, 1999, amen, we would love to send a donation, if you can't keep us in prayer, amen, amen, if you're in the Columbia area, we're right here at 2208 East Boundary Road, that's off of Percival Road, amen, hallelujah, you can hit me up if you want to know the address, amen, To come here, good word of God, amen, on a daily, on a every Sunday, amen, I'll be second Sunday. I'll be preaching this Sunday. Amen. I'll have my phone on, so I'll be on Facebook Live sometime after 11 o'clock Sunday. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Next Sunday is our mighty minister, my favorite minister. If he's preaching after that, pastor. Amen. We. Uh, we bring it. We all, we bringing it. We letting the Holy Ghost have his way. Amen. It's an awesome church. Amen. A growing church, a loving church. Amen. And that's how we're taught. Amen. Thank God for each and every last one of you for tuning in. May God continue to order your steps. If you need prayer, holler at me, hit me on Facebook, hit me on Facebook live or, uh, uh, hit me on my messenger or text me if you got my number and we'll pray and we'll tell God all about it. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank God for each and every one of you that came on the line tonight. May God continue to order your steps and, and, and Lord, may God use you for his glory in the mighty name of Jesus because he will not give his glory to another. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' holy name for using me, Lord. I pray that the people saw you in me and not just me. Thank you for this anointing, Heavenly Father, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for everything that you've done, everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do. Amen. I am not who I am without you, Heavenly Father. I am nothing without you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, I give you. You all the glory, Heavenly Father, because you are worthy to be praised in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that everybody has a good night on tonight. Amen. And get some good sleep. And let us wake tomorrow morning and do it all over again. Amen. Give God the glory. Start praying. As soon as you wake up, pray before you go to bed. Amen. Tell the devil he is a liar. Amen. And remember, believe it. Uh, Your tongue, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. Say what you mean, mean what you say and watch it come to pass and tell that devil he is a liar. God bless each and every last one of you. And thank you for tuning in. I love you, but God loves you more. Amen.